back with Vershawn Jackson, powered by Bauer, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to The Ticket 93.7 on the black shirt, Terrell Farley, and I'm with Bach. All right, so let's hear from the coaches yesterday, Bach, and see who was talking. Who we said Satterfield was talking? Whipple 3.0. <laughs> Hopefully not. What I put, what's, who's 2.0? My 2.0? Yeah, you Whipple oh, 2.0. Satterfield is Whipple <laughs> 3.0. Let's not put that out there. So let's hear some words from practice uh, we got. Yeah, uh, here's uh, Marcus Satterfield yesterday again spoke to the media. Here is uh, how are they doing in terms of offensive linemen for the spring game. Matt Rule mentioned um, that would be the one thing that might hold them back uh, from from putting up two two teams out there without uh, swapping guys. Uh, here's what Satterfield had to say. Uh, we're holding strong right now. Uh, you know, we, we've we've uh, they've practiced really hard. They've been very durable and uh, they've they've grinded through these last couple of weeks. But right now we're we're standing strong. So there you go. Sounds pretty good as far as uh, getting ready for the spring game for the offensive line. Again, that was kind of the one concern there. Um, kind of interesting as we continue to evaluate this whole thing and see how quickly Nebraska can come out. A big process. Uh, part of that is, uh, of course, the new install, the new offense and defense. Uh, so he was asked, how's the install going on the offensive side of the ball? Yeah, I mean, we've got a lot. We threw a lot at them. You know, that was the plan just to you know throw a lot of stuff at these guys, see what they can handle. Uh, force them to you know take notes, learn a lot of stuff on their own, you know, with the, with their peers at night, and then coming in here for meetings and, and picking up where they leave off. Leave off. So, uh, you know, we we do have a lot of stuff in, and we're anxious to get out there and, and show what we got on Saturday. It's not too surprising. You wouldn't expect someone to say, "Ah, not very well." You know, <laughs> we're going to be better next year, but uh, we'll get it going here. Um, for you, obviously, you came in, and, and uh, we, we, we've uh, noted a few times, didn't start right away. Uh, how long did it uh, take you to kind of click? Obviously, defense a little bit different than offense. This was already, a, you know, the, the defense was already installed. But for you, it was brand new. How long did it take you to kind of uh, get into the playbook? Well, I think about the third or fourth game. Um, I, was re- I was real fortunately the first game to – have an interception pick six. So, you know, that was good. My next game was two ta- two sacks. Uh, my third game was interception for a touchdown. But, so you were doing pretty good for yeah, that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of I, – I, but I, I wasn't – like I said, I wasn't the starter, but I would come in on second, third down, and I was more like a, a dime player, but with blitzes and, and pass coverage. and But, you know, they eased me in pretty well. And, and that was a good thing that – Coach McBride knew when I was ready, probably after the Baylor or, or Missouri game, I think he gave me the go ahead. But I, I, I knew I was ready. I was I was in, I was very patient with them and they was patient with me. So, you know, it, it worked out for the bo- better of both of us. Did you get the language right away? I remember interviewing J.D. Spielman um a few years back and, and, you know, he played right away as a freshman and, you know, his next year uh, interview him, he, he said, um, you know, there were times his freshman season where he was just not completely sure what he's supposed to do on a play, but just kind of best guessing at times. And then, you know, by the time sophomore season hit, he, he knew exactly what he's doing out there. I mean, was there ever in their first few games, um, you know, kind of questions or somebody would say some lingo you didn't quite get or or, or did you have it pretty well under wraps to go out there and get play well, time? i tell you the truth, Buck, and, and people will probably be amazed at this, but I don't think we probably only ran about four or five defenses huh. out of that, yeah. you know, but I know we ran a, a 11 under. No, we ran a um, 
Under Bubble, Over Bubble, Levin Robber, Viking. Uh, we we didn't run too much stuff. We 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 manned up on. We played a lot of man because mm-hmm. our corners was good, and our safeties would hit you. And plus, once um, and 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 but our linebackers could cover too. So we played a lot of man, but we didn't we didn't run ten defenses the whole yeah. year. You know, we just ran the basic stuff. That I mean, we could stop you with our base defense, and that was good enough for us. But we can also blitz you out our out our base defense. So we didn't really run that many defenses. Though. So it wasn't too complex. Yeah, it wasn't too complex. I mean, yeah. Coach McBride, he just made sure we ran it right. You know, yeah. everybody does their job and you get to the ball. So that's how we ran our defense. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. Um, and obviously every situation a little bit differently, but hopefully, yeah. and, 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 and I heard them talking about this the other day. Um, well, they had Sipple there on, on the block and, and kind of, you know, talking about whether it would be good to have a simplified um, scheme or, or not. And, and, and Sipple, you know, kind of leaning on from what he heard from, from coach Bill Bush is if, if it's too simple, you'll get eaten up uh, by these big 10 coaches. So, um, you know, you got to find a delicate balance there between letting, you know, having make sure, you guys, your players, know what they're doing, um, and uh, don't make it too so, too so over simple that the the opposing defense, uh, you know, knows too much what you're doing. But of course, you know, we think about Nebraska's old school offense. If these guys are going to be road graders, at times the defense knew what they were doing, and it didn't matter. You yeah. know, sometimes when you you know because we was bigger, stronger, right? Like an H back dive, it it's not there's not a whole lot of complexity to it, but it, the stronger man wins. So yeah. yeah, I actually watched the Florida game the other day. I, the I, I watched, no, no, the, okay, yeah. I the watched the Florida Fiesta. Nebraska game, the Fiesta Bowl, and I watched how Lawrence Phillips took off, like the whole game. They couldn't stop Lawrence. I mean, it it didn't matter what we did or where we ran, they couldn't stop Lawrence. And then it opened. We opened it up with. McAvicka, then Tommy runs on the outside. Next thing you know, Lawrence hits with a big counter. And Lawrence is a big back. So a lot of things, they knew where we was going, but they, they couldn't stop us. Now, like you said earlier, now, we I think we wanted to talk about earlier, how many games do you think we could have won from just finishing the game? So this is the thing, my question. Nebraska needs to finish. You know, we had, we we've been a great good foot good foot. I'm not gonna say great again because I get chewed out about that <laughs> by the right. captain, which my name is the black shirt always on time though. But um, <laughs> yeah, but Bob, I, I, I want to know what's what's what what's it gonna take for us to finish the game? And this part of that is is on Coach Rule. I said because. You got to teach the guys to keep focused. It, it, it's nothing but mental with two minutes left in the game and you let a back sneak out the backfield. Yeah. That's mental. That, I mean, you could prepare for that the whole game. They could run that same play box the whole game and that running, and that linebacker would check them. But what happens when they get to the end of the game for us? Well, and that was – I mean, that's the frost era. And I knew that, that that kind of bled over when Mickey Joseph took over. Obviously, they, they were able to get um, a few wins there and wrap it up pretty well. But, I mean, it, that would be something that would hard, be hard to kind of take over in week uh, – what was it, week three, week four, and, and completely fix. But that was – that was the whole era of Scott Frost was like finding a new way to lose late in the game. Um, and so, you know, th- that – 
Nebraska, that's why I like what Matt Rule's doing, and, and they've they've kind of went back to the blueprint. They've, at least they're saying the right things as far as, you know, it, we're going to have a plan to win the fourth quarter. We're, you know, hopefully uh, we can kind of grind the clock out and, and, and by that time lean on the defense and um, uh, on, on the opposing defense and then obviously rely on your own defense. So, um, I, you know, it's not to say that Scott Frost maybe didn't have that plan, but his offense wasn't necessarily set up to – be wearing you out by the fourth quarter. And so we'll kind of see how that, that maybe just that approach uh, can change it. That's a lot easier said than done. You know, that sounds great. Um, that's kind of what I say about this whole kind of philosophy of moving to uh, more of a kind of a big 10 West offense, which fullbacks and tight ends sound like, sound like they want to get into um, is that, you know, that's, that's great. And, and if you have the defense to do it, that can certainly help. But uh, you know, you, Iowa and in, in in Wisconsin and Minnesota recently, you don't just you don't just have all Americans by switching to that offense. You have to have the right coaches there. Yeah. You have to have the right uh, you know ta- talent evaluators, um, development. Um, so you know, hopefully Nebraska's got those guys in place. And it'll probably take more than than a year to get it done. But um, with that in mind, if you're just kind of thinking about a win total for Nebraska, I still think, and I know Nebraska fans are going to want more eventually and some people still uh you know want to say that it should never be the goal to get to 500 at nebraska but you've you just you've got to kind of take that step to me first uh and if i look at matt rule's resume uh he's got he's had some tough year ones he said now um that this team because of where he took out because because of mickey basically because of where mickey kind of had it for him um you know that was kind of the year zero year one thing and now you can kind of move over and and this is this team he says is more like baylor and temple were at year two well what was his record at baylor and temple in year two it was six and six at temple seven and six at baylor so again i think 500's a a good goal for nebraska um i i you know, and, and I think within that locker room, you're going to want to hope for more. I think there's certainly possibility for more because that's the other thing. Like you mentioned, a lot of close losses. It's not like this team didn't have the talent to go to a bowl game the last couple of years. They just they just mismanaged it a lot of times on the coaching aspect or, you know, one way or another on the field. I'm going I'm to find Nebraska record. Uh, let's find Nebraska record last year. Uh, and I want to see how many football games we could have won. Like not, not okay. I'm not gonna say coulda, but uh, let's see. Just kind of the one, you know. Like I said, the, the, under Scott Frost, one loss, uh, one uh, possession losses were okay. So we, we, we everywhere we, we got rid of. So I know like this. So we, we're gonna go after the Georgia Southern game. Now I know, of course, Oklahoma. We're gonna take that loss, yeah. but now we go with. Rutgers, Indiana, we won those. Purdue, was that game winnable? Certainly. They lost by six in the end. Yeah, I think we should have won that game. I think we should have won that game. Let's see who else. I think we should I, – I, Illinois. I really think we should have won that game. Now, Casey went down in that game. Yeah. If Casey had stayed if healthy – Casey would have stayed healthy, I think we would have won that game. Might have won that game. I will say this, Illinois is a pretty darn good team yeah, last but year. We, 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 we took them to that limit, though. 
But they, I mean, here's the other thing I remember about that game. Like, they averaged beating people 26 to 9. <laughs> like, going, I think it was, like, either that or 25 to 10 or something. like. That. It was, like, yeah. eerily close to exactly how they beat Nebraska. But, again, if Casey stays healthy, Nebraska scores more in that game, uh, which, uh, you know, kind of continues the point of, of, of the importance of having a backup quarterback. But even in some of these games to follow that you'll mention, Nebraska didn't have Casey healthy, and they were still able to stay in these games. Your boy, PJ. Yeah. What you think? Nineteen? What was that? Twenty to rowing the boat. Twenty to thirteen. Uh, yeah, against Minnesota, could have won that game. I think I, I can't remember what, exactly what it was at halftime, but I think Nebraska had them held to less than a hundred yards. I mean, they were. Yeah. They, the defense was 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 firing out there, and yeah, certainly that seven point ball game. If we had won. more offense, I think we yeah. could have. Because I think that Casey was out then. Casey we, was out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna skip the Michigan game. We know we got the brakes beat off us. Yeah. Now. We should have won this game. Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Ended up losing 15-14, had yeah. the lead basically all the game. The whole game. Yeah. 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 So, so, so with that, I, I'm saying, man, because we went, what, last year? Four and seven? Four and, and eight, yeah. Yeah, four and eight. And that's – um. so let me count this right. I'll say one, two, three. So, that's – we should have been like seven and five last year. Yeah. And that would have got us to the Big Ten, Big Ten championship game. I don't think it would have got us to the championship game. It well, might. I'd have to go back and look because uh, the Big Ten had a lot of uh, the Purdue didn't end up wasn't even in the top twenty five when they went to the championship game. Um, if you're not giving yourself the Michigan or Illinois loss, if you, if I guess if you still give them that, um, it depends on if you give them Northwestern because you could give them Northwestern too. I know that was that was Frost and not uh, Mickey, but. That was definitely a game Nebraska should have won too, especially uh, hindsight knowing that was a one and eleven team. Yeah, and he ended up so, losing by so and, and that's the good thing I like. And, and 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 Coach Rule, he should have the guys ready and 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 disciplined enough to to be ready for the fourth quarter in these games. And because you because a lot of battles are won in the fourth quarter. And 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 like I said, Nebraska should have at least won three out of five games. You know, the, the close games that we lost by. By a couple of touchdowns, a point or six points or things like that, you know, because I mean these these guys got to learn to go out. Uh, fourth quarter is the, the you know like me, I never played in the fourth quarter, so I don't know really what it feels like to play in the fourth quarter. But I do know, you know, you got to take the opportunity when it presents itself at you to to get in there and um, handle your business. Yeah, I mean the opposite of that though too is I mean they they, they barely did beat uh, Indiana. Excuse me, not Indiana. They had a pretty good win there, 35-21. But the Rutgers game was close. You're kind of holding your breath for that one, the 14-13 to win. Um, obviously, the, the Iowa game came down to a seven-point ballgame. So they did win a few one-possession games there, too. So it's not like they were overwhelming in their victories either. But um, certainly, like you said, I mean, like I guess the point of that uh, that discussion there was they, they easily could have won seven or eight games. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we say. Yeah. So hopefully they can, uh, they, you know, that that's kind of to the point of where Nebraska, where Matt Rule is picking up, hopefully a lot better um, than obviously where, where Colorado's at, but um, in a lot better position than we had at Baylor and Temple and hopefully um, can get this team corrected pretty quickly. All right. We're going to go to break. But before we go to break, I want you to come out to Superior Bingo Sunday from 11 to 1. It starts earlier than that. But we're going to be out there signing autographs. You got five Huskers, Prince Amuka, uh, uh, Keel Bo- Craver, right? 
Boyd Epley, Kill Craver, Epley. Kenny Will Height. Come out there, buy, trade, take pictures with the boys. We'll be out there for a couple of hours. This is the ticket, 93.7 on the black shirt. Terrell falling. I'm with Bark. And we'll be back.